January 28th, the 28th day of 2021. There are 337 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through in the know at K105. On the Chills Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com, via the Apple and Android smartphone app, using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast, on Facebook Watch, on YouTube Live, on Periscope, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we will update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the commonwealth, and the country. Uh, made it through the snow yesterday and cold day in store for today. And we'll also look ahead to Super Bowl 55. Got some new information on that and that and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the Snow. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire, is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's me. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm okay. You have a creative way of asking people... Um, if they are uh, fibbing, you sometimes say, uh, are you wind jamming me? I do say that. You one. say, are you being a truth teller? Mm-hmm. And you don't like to say flat out, are you, are you lying? I don't. So you kind of soften it a little bit. I want to give you another word that you might be able to add to your arsenal. Okay. It's gainsay. Uh, gainsay is a verb to declare or be untrue or invalid. Gainsay. Now, that's another word that people okay. won't exactly know what you're trying to do when you ask them. Or you can just stick with wind jamming. How about that? I love that one. She's the pride of Pumpkin Center, the heiress to the great mini burger fortune. She's Vera Wang's arch nemesis and the professional bargain hunter's woman of the year. She's Misty. Embry. Thomas. Hey. How's Misty? I'm well. How are you? I'm well, you're looking very monochromatic today. I am. Yeah. Um, I love it. Yeah, looks good. I don't did you get all did you get all anniversary yesterday? Anniversary and child birth date and all that stuff? Uh, not much with the anniversary. We exchanged nope. some love letters and um, that was about it. We got to spend a little bit of time together last night. I bet but your hand is sore today after you wrote all those love yeah, letters. Yeah, it's interesting <laughs> when you go to write how bad you are at it. <laughs> oh, after years of texting and typing, so you get out of practice in a hurry. Well, those are my favorite. I like handwritten cards and letters. Yeah, so. I got it. Yeah. Uh, some of the biggest news out of Washington 
yesterday was that President Biden wants to uh, establish an all-federal fleet of electric vehicles. He wants the federal fleet mm-hmm. to be electric. I'm not opposed. Well, I, I think those electric tanks are going to look great on the battlefield until somebody forgets the charger. They go, hey, did you, can I borrow yeah. your charger? My tank's dead. I don't know if all of the federal fleet. Right. I think we better rethink. <laughs> I think we we'll. <laughs> I mean, how about employees? You know what kids' toys look like mm-hmm. when they start to run low on batteries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would sort of hate to think that our armed forces <laughs> are out there on the battlefield. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, and then things go off that shouldn't go off because the batteries aren't. You know, I'd hate to shoot somebody that didn't need to be shooted. Oh yeah, that's the number <laughs> right. one rule of ninja. Everybody knows that about Ninja. Right. So. Uh, some sun today, but there will be periods of overcast skies as well. You heard Brian Good just say a few seconds ago, can't rule out an occasional snow flurry today. But nothing like we saw yesterday. It'll be quite cold, and we'll see uh, lows in the teens area-wide tonight. Tomorrow will be mostly sunny, milder in the afternoon after a cold start. Uh, we'll see 32 is the high today. 17 is the low tonight under mostly cloudy skies. Mostly sunny and 39.4 tomorrow. Haven't peaked into um, too far into the next five to seven days yet. I you know, still think that some Saturday night snow is still a possibility, but switching to rain by Sunday morning. Uh, what, what is it? That well, you it was weird to get to up about? to a cancellation this morning. From school, because I'm like, oh, I forgot yeah. school was still a thing. Right? <laughs> right? Or it was back. Such a, yeah, it's just like hard to, school. it's definitely hard to, oh, it's yeah, like are they the going to school? Well, it's, it's, it's like seeing the buses. It was like, oh, I forgot buses existed. I, I kind of hate to say this out loud, but the people that weren't supposed to go to school today anyway, if they're going to cry that they got short change because they didn't get a snow day. So now they have to get a snow day to make up for the the benefit that... I think most of these kids have been home with quarantine mom and dad so long. They're like, please don't take my snow, my school day. Yeah. No. But I was, I was hearing a discussion yesterday, and it's a part of uh, President Biden yesterday was messing up a speech when he was interchanging the words equality and equity. Yeah. Because they're two, they're, they're completely not the same thing. Equality is equal opportunity. Equity is guaranteed outcome, and they aren't the same. You know, you have equality in our nation, but right. you don't have equity. equity. You don't have a guaranteed outcome. Right. You have equal opportunity to do something. So it just sort of uh, the holiday that we had last week, I was kind of joking. You know, well, if you weren't already scheduled to go to school on Monday and you had to take a federal holiday for that, then really it was only the people who had to go to school on Mondays that got the benefit of the holiday. And then I regretted almost saying it out loud because someone's going to hear me say that and then say, yeah, I deserve my holiday. Hmm. You know, like, yeah, I deserve my snow day. Right. I didn't have to. I wasn't going to go today anyway, and those other people don't have to go. I want mine. And what God said to you people last week was, I'll give them another day off. Uh, yeah. Quit complaining. <laughs> me monster. Me, 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 me. <laughs> well, that's two days in a row the me monster came out mm. into the studio. Yeah. Must be something uh, in the water. Uh, the White House is launching their new Level with America health briefings. 
This is the Biden administration's opportunity to speak to the American people and take away the sugar coating or the uncertainty. I think they're going to be commonly called the come on, mans. <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> right. <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> Give me a break. Get that malarkey out of here. So they're going to tell people uh, the straight, unvarnished truth about what's going on wow. relative to COVID-19 until it's something that makes them look bad. Uh-huh. And then we'll say, well, we're going to soft sell that just a little bit. And I mean, who leads with the bad news of, of your failings? Well, I'm here today to tell you we really messed it up. That doesn't really happen. They did kind of mess it up. It was a virtual meeting yesterday. They had their first one. It had lots of technical glitches and audio gaps. And it's like, well, if you can't do the Zoom well. How are you going to run America? (laughs) Of course, you know, to be fair, the person responsible for setting up and executing the Zoom is Probably one of our teenage kids, you know, intern, Governor Biden, I mean, President Biden's great grandson. <laughs> We're gonna, here's our, here's our Zooms are my, my great grandson, uh, Winthrop. That sounds like something. I just like it that we already heard wind jamming and malarkey. Wind jamming, yeah. malarkey. Sure. Those are words that and I don't use. forget. Come on, man. Yeah. Come on, man. Give me a break, man. 2,424 new coronavirus cases confirmed by Governor Bashir yesterday over the previous 24 hours. All-time total, 352,943 in Kentucky. Uh, 47 new deaths reported yesterday. That brought us to 3,542. Uh, the rolling seven-day positivity rate, by the way, I was just noticing, 1%. So we've had, uh, we've had cases of 352,000. We've had fatalities at 3,542. 1% of our uh, confirmed cases in Kentucky uh, are fatality. Interesting. Those are lining up perfectly today. Um, The seven-day positivity rate dropped from 9.63 on Tuesday to 9.35, so continues to head in the right direction. Hospitalizations rose by 31. Uh, Did spend some time, Dr. Stack yesterday spent some time explaining the two cases of the variant that had been found in the United Kingdom. Those were in, I believe, Kenton County, he said. Um, I glanced over that this morning. And so it's two cases in Kentucky that are being, uh, yeah, Kenton County came from the same place they were diagnosed on Tuesday. He did say that, and I want to make sure that I get this right so you know, he said, if you get exposed to it, you're more likely to be infected. So that means it can infect more people more easily. But he was basically saying that they don't functionally have an impact on us if we're infected. Like, the variant doesn't make your experience with COVID any worse. It's just it can be spread more easily. And I heard yesterday, uh, Misty, I, I read deeper into this story. One of the things you mentioned was that you had heard a report or got the idea that the vaccine wasn't uh, wasn't maintaining its efficacy rate. I heard a report yesterday on as far as the Moderna virus on this United Kingdom variant that the Moderna virus, a vaccine is doing okay. But Dr. Fauci said yesterday that a strain that they're finding in Africa or South Africa maybe w- was going to require some type of booster. Mm-hmm. So, again, goalposts moving all the time. Well, which variant did you get? And this and that. And so when 
you hear the UK strain or the strain that we knew was in the UK more recently, you shouldn't automatically say, well, if you're vaccinated, then it's not going to work against that. Some some strains will, some strains won't. Right. So just kind of have to play it day by day. Closer to home, Grayson County rolled over 1,700 COVID cases, 14 new in the previous 24 hours. Uh, there are 127 active cases in the county, which is one fewer than on Tuesday. So that is uh, fewer, better. When it comes to COVID, fewer. Absolutely. Better. Governor Bashir has announced that the Kentucky Transportation Cabinet, their regional driver licensing office in Davis County, has moved into larger, more permanent quarters. They had been having a uh, temporary office there. They're on Highway 81. 2620 Kentucky Highway 81 in Owensboro can accommodate customers and maintain social distancing and all of the necessary COVID-19 public health protocols. So I think that we're up to 13 now. Um, again, that later this year, supposedly you won't be able to get on a, uh, you won't be able to get past TSA or in a federal building with Kentucky's old driver's license. I'm not aware of an exemption on those because we've been rolling an exemption forward for about 10 years. So if you need a real ID, these are being done at these regional offices, and now there are 13. Additionally, if the Owensboro one is more convenient to you, well, then. Can we use our passports in on, place? Yes, you can. Like I, have, I have the plastic if passport. You have a passport. Yeah. In some, by the way, that's an important uh, important thing to notice, uh, to note for people. If you are traveling abroad, if you are outside the country, mm-hmm. your passport card is not, in many places, a satisfactory substitute for your passport. Right. Your passport is what is needed if you're traveling abroad. If you are in the United States, though, your passport card is as good as your passport. Right. Okay. All right? So, okay. you know, traveling domestically, mm-hmm. that passport card can help you. But if you travel abroad, you really want your passport. Okay. The fancy one that makes you look like you're you whip it open. Mm-hmm. It makes me feel like a, I'm a federal officer of some kind. I'm gonna be you know, a plastic star. Used to mine. just the little bitty ID <laughs> yeah. driver's license, yeah. but like when it requires you, it has a hinge on it. And you have to fold it open and go. Ooh, there are multiple pages in here. It's fun to do. You'll be able to see all the places I've traveled, <laughs> or which not. is basically <laughs> the Caribbean, and that's it. Oh, you went to Ohio. <laughs> I did. Yeah. Well, we stopped stamping the outside of our suitcases with all the things, and so now it's the passport. Got a thimble, too. (laughs) The Kentucky Attorney General's Office has ruled against a county official in an open records dispute. Marshall County Judge Executive Kevin Neal violated the Open Records Act when he refused to comply with a request from Marshall County Sheriff Eddie McGuire. According to a ruling that was issued this week, the sheriff had asked for emails between Neal's office and Marshall County E911 due to a con- uh, controversy over the future of the center. Ah, so you got squabble. You got mm-hmm. one county office turning on another county office trying to say, well, what were you saying to another county office behind my back? Yeah. And yeah. then they, they said, well, it was burdensome. It's, yeah. it's, you're asking for too much for us to get go back and find mm-hmm. all those emails mm-hmm. and hand them over to you. It just That's unduly burdensome. And the court said, no, it's not. It's your job. Give them the emails. <laughs> it's called American Transparency. I don't know where my story went, but it sounds like they are uh, the impeachment of uh, Governor Bashir. You know the four people mm-hmm. 
there were four people who decided that they were single-handedly going to throw an impeachment proceeding at the feet of the Kentucky legislature. Uh, one of those now is recanting. One of the four wants to withdraw from the impeachment process, so okay. leaving uh, three that want to continue with that process. And so there have been some hearings in Frankfurt this week to resolve and handle this. I think the, the crux of – I think the charges are going to come down to – could the governor shut down churches? Could he shut down private schools, et cetera? And, you know, the governor, I think, has a pretty good legal argument that he was he was within his purview to do what he did in 2020. That doesn't make it right, but it does mean that it was most likely legal based upon precedent and other rulings that we've seen. But the remedy for that, I say to you again, is through legislation and through democracy, not through impeachment proceedings. Because, as I saw uh, Speaker, former Speaker Hoover tweet last week, impeachments is all fun and games until it comes home to roost with you. Mm-hmm. So now there's a movement to impeach Daniel Cameron. And we're trying to impeach former President Trump, and we're trying to okay. Well, you're impeaching us. We're going to impeach you. Which is what I said would happen. Is now this we're have is this really? And so an you, some people war. will say, well, they started it. They mm-hmm. they impeached the president. Yes, they did. But I would ask you, what charter do you operate under? Do you operate? Does your charter say act how they act or act the way that we should act? Like you. The excuse to do something can't be, well, they did it first. I don't think that works. Um, I never got by with that. If I did the, they did it first, I was, you know, teachers would say, well, I don't care what they did. I'm care. I care what you did. So stop wasting the time. North Carolina State has added former Kentucky head coach Joker Phillips to its football staff. The school announced the hiring yesterday, saying Phillips would serve as assistant head coach and receivers coach under Dave Darren. Joker is a Kentuckian, uh, was a great offensive coordinator. That whole head coach in waiting thing didn't work out and set the UK football program back years. So I hope the Joker finds a good home at uh, North Carolina State on the staff there. And Bernie Sanders mittens. And the means have helped raise $1.8 million for charity in a week. Nice. See, he made a difference in his life. (laughs) (laughs) They've helped to raise $1.8 million in the last five days for charitable organizations in Sanders' home state of Vermont. The sum comes from the sale of merchandise with the January 20 image of him sitting with his arms and legs crossed, clad in brown parka and recycled wool mittens. Uh, Getty Images, who took the photo that it started populating, they have also donated the proceeds as part of their licensing agreement to put the photo on merchandise to Meals on Wheels of America. So good for them. $1.8 million in five days. I do feel like if Bernie had been the one that would have been standing there that day, and it was his inauguration. I do feel like he still would have had the same outfit on. <laughs> he wouldn't have changed a thing. He would have had Even the mittens like, on, yeah, the, the paper blue mask. Yeah, right. He's a very simple man. By right? the way, I saw a couple of you yesterday that violated the terms of the Bernie memes. Uh, a couple still getting posted yesterday, and I'm like, okay, I'm not throwing a flag today because I'm in a good mood. Uh, but you keep, you keep playing those memes this week, and I'm eventually going to yeah. call a foul. 
Yeah. Penalty. Be terrible punishment involved. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way. Hang around here on In the Know. Today is Daisy Day. Can't you see? Like Gerber Daisy or Daisy Day? Celebrating the flower that symbolizes innocence and purity. Okay. All right. Also, it's the flower you use if you play uh, He Loves Me, He Loves Me Not. Oh, I'd forgotten about that. Uh, It is Kazoo Day. We need a kazoo in the studio. Yeah, we do. Just get a toilet, (laughs) toilet, toilet paper roll. And a piece of aluminum foil with a rubber band, and you're golden. You don't need a kazoo. You're so right. I mean. And we could keep our paper towel rows and really change the depth of the sound. <laughs> we could have our band. own little kazoo choir. Yeah. Just like the handbell choir. Look out, First Baptist yeah. handbell choir. Move over. Mark and I are coming to dinner. You won't the, do this on Tuesday. Here comes the K-Kazoos. <laughs> Dennis would love to do this on Tuesdays with us. <laughs> and it is also National Lego Day today. Oh, you're a big Lego lover now. I right? am now. What's yeah, funny, I was yeah. thinking about it this morning. It was, yeah. When I was a kid, I wouldn't give you a plug nickel for Legos. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was never interested. Uh, neither of the older girls were interested. But something about Alea's love for, you know, Legos and building, and I've just kind of really gotten, you know, I bought one of those micro blocks White Houses when I was at the White House, uh, mm-hmm. uh, I guess this time last year almost, um, and put it together. Of course, now I did that project all by myself, but uh, I can I can do some frozen Lego stuff. Well, and I did Legos when I was a kid. So, yeah. yeah, I'm a puzzle worker. I like blocks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I just, I can, I for me in puzzles, except for the ones that, you know, the ones that are rated for ages two to six. Um, <laughs> I, don't like the, I don't like the puzzles as much as I like the Legos. But I'll just tell you, it breaks my heart. I've shared this before that Leia, she wants to destroy. She, she like when the Legos mm-hmm. are constructed mm-hmm. and she wants to take them apart. I don't know. <laughs> I worked too hard to build yeah, that. Yeah. But I will say, tell you that it is fun to see a child's creativity come out because she'll take components of this set yeah. and then combine them and make her own architectural things, which mm-hmm. is a little bit like her mama Carla mm-hmm. you know, yep. making house plans yep. and things. So it's, um, it's, uh, I like Legos. Yep. I just, I never thought I would, this late in life would kind of be like, oh, I like Legos. You know who else likes Legos? The Lego company. They yeah, think, yes, they, they yes, think a whole yes. lot of their Legos. They really do. Yes, they do. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. you know what? I, I thought I'd be in Legos, but never mind. You keep I'd them. like to have some of the Star Wars sets, but not $700 worth. Oh, damn. Just kinda, That's crazy. Just go ahead and tell you. Like, no. no. <laughs> and, and to be clear, kid, I love you. But if we do a $700 Star Wars set, it's not getting demolished. <laughs> We're going to polyurethane it. <laughs> we, it's going to go in it's the... It's going to be yeah, on a shelf. Get a curio cabinet. Mm-hmm. Yep. Bars around it. That's right. That's right. It'll look like we're going to the Louvre. You know, touchy that. Yeah. You're not going to get anywhere near it. Uh, I don't know if you all are following along, but this GameStop stock thing is very interesting to me. It's Wall Street versus Main Street. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know the nuance. I don't know all about shorting stocks. You know, I hear it's, oh, well, we're going to short the stock and hedge fund and this and that and burr and do and do. Mm-hmm. But I do like the idea that these hedge funds thought that they could just 
they had complete run of the market, however they wanted to do, and would take these stocks that they thought were doomed to fail, like GameStop and like AMC, and I think maybe Bed and, Bed Bath and or uh, Bath and Body Works has been targeted, or some of these other retailers that look like their futures could be in doubt, but then the power of the internet community is coming together and saying, help us save these stocks. And so they get artificially inflated where, you know, two weeks ago, GameStop was trading for under $20 a share. And yesterday at one point it was 350 something dollars a share. And the best part of the whole thing is, is that the internet community is being so successful in negating what the hedge funds are trying to do. Now the hedge funds are crying, going, well, you should regulate them. Well, isn't that a little ironic? I kind of like it. Shouldn't, shouldn't, yes, maybe we do need regulation. Mm -hmm. Maybe you shouldn't be able to short a stock just to, because you're not helping the company that you're buying. You're basically sealing the doom of the company that you're buying. And there's an opportunity in it for you when something bad happens to them. So, again, I don't know all of the nuance. I'm not an expert. But on the surface, it just sort of seems like, well, I'm for the Reddit people. Like, I'm for the people who are, like, banding together saying, well, I'll buy a few shares if you'll buy a few shares and you'll buy a few shares and kind of thumb their nose at Wall Street. Right. But I, I think that's the way it should work. It's too. power to the people. That's that's <laughs> what America is. That's the great experiment. It's the power of the people. And when we get together, that's the ability. I love grassroots campaigns. Those are my favorite. Don't you know how ask for the government to do it all. You know how there was probably at one point in time in your life, there was that group of people somewhere at school, like maybe before school or at lunch or after lunch or at some party or wherever. And it was a group of people and they were standing talking, but they were determined not to let you in. Or if you tried to get in on what they were talking about, they'd say, uh, you wouldn't understand any of this. This doesn't pertain to you. You just, nah. Or they get quiet like when you mm -hmm. come around. Mm -hmm. That's kind of how Wall, like Wall Street is a very small community mm -hmm. and they're just using like, mm -hmm. well, well, we know how to, like, we know how to navigate through all this and use advantages and da, 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 da. Until things go poorly, like uh, housing crisis and bubbles bursting, and then they go, "Hey, hey, uh, we really need your help." Mm -hmm. It's like, mm -hmm. boy, I didn't, I didn't know. <laughs> Come talk to us today. <laughs> Sit at my table. It's too big to fail. Google releases the most searched Super Bowl foods by state, and dips are the clear winner, as they should be. In um, the Super Bowl, uniquely, um, Google Trends broke down the food events. I thought it was interesting The Kentucky went for pepperoni rolls. It's because I'm here. It's my favorite. Well, it's got. It. I noticed that they've got it written in Eastern Kentucky. Mm -hmm. I think pepperoni rolls is a bigger thing in Eastern Kentucky than it is in Western Kentucky. I, I just love pepperoni. So. It's good. I yeah. look. I love yeah, pepperoni yeah, yeah. as yeah. well. Tennessee uh, likes the Swedish meatballs. Apparently, uh, that's why we don't like Tennessee. Alabama went for the Rotel dip. I'm telling you, I'm out on Rotel dip. It's just too common. It's too. It's too really? She loves yeah. it. I, I like don't like. It, I don't but, like it. It's but not that I love it. I just get asked to make it. Mm -hmm. I mean, and I do it. I, I don't. Mean, it's all right. There's some. I tell you, I would rather have salsa by itself than the Rotel. Like to dip in it. I don't. I, I, don't. I can do either. So you don't Pepperoni. like all the cheese? 
It's the cheese is the problem. I'm not a huge fan of just a pot of cheese, like a liquid dipping. It is, it is very salty and heavy and saturated when you put all those things together. I, I will agree. tell you how to help some of that is put a can of cream of mushroom in it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I do like the sausage in there. I go, well, mm-hmm. at least there's some sausage in this Rotel dip. In it. But, but by and large, the jalapenos, mm-hmm. like when you get – when you go to the – when you go to a ball game and you get nachos, yes. I don't want just the chips and the cheese. Like, if you can't give me the beans and the jalapenos and the cheese and the sour cream, then I don't necessarily want it because, well, case in point, last week when the Packers were still in the playoffs and I said fondue, I was like, fondue doesn't really sound that appealing to me, but I'm willing to try it. There's something about a vat of cheese that... See, I love just chips and cheese nachos, but I do like all the things on it. So I love Rotel Dip, too. It just, I have to have something I like. Maybe a big scoop of sour cream on it would help. That would definitely You know, even out some of those. Uh, Seven-layer dip. Now, I can do some seven-layer dip. Yeah. I like like that. Uh, Pulled pork up in uh, Minnesota. Mm. Uh, Let's see. Oh, in North Carolina. Hogs in a comforter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, pigs in a blanket. But go big or go <laughs> home. If you can't do hogs in a comforter, <laughs> then you just, right get, right you just get. <laughs> pigs in a blanket. This is baby stuff. Right. Wee, wee, wee all the way home. That's where I'm sending you. Come on. <laughs> You're feeding men. <laughs> Not little kids. The kids. Like at school, they serve pigs in a blanket, right? Sure. At a Super Bowl so. party, the men get hogs in a comforter. But after the fourth grade, you ought to turn the corner. Let's go hogs in a comforter. Yeah. In a down comforter. <laughs> Extra fluffy. Yeah. Yes. That's right. Oh. Kraft is selling pink candy mac and cheese for no, Valentine's Day. Oh, no, stop. Can't do that. Two extra. <laughs> you've gone yeah. you've gone too far. Yep. See again there's something like your lane. Stay in your lane. Mm-hmm. That's gross. That it just did. looks gross. If you didn't like it to begin with, I don't know that you're going to like it if it's pink. No. Mm-hmm. Color. And now your mouth's gonna be pink because of all that food dye in there. I just I have an overexposure to macaroni and cheese. Do you? Yes. It's it's most everywhere I seem to go. <laughs> and so... <laughs> Maybe you're the problem. You attracted. Uh, n- no, I'm who? not the problem. <laughs> what? Who? <laughs> uh, her over there, yeah. she gets nominated to make macaroni and cheese at every function. And it's good. Um, I didn't say it's not good. That's not the... But it's every, everywhere I turn. And then, so it's just. <laughs> oh, it's you again, Margaret. <laughs> it's talk all night. Christy's got the mac and cheese, right? <laughs> Listen, we kind of got that way with hammies, too. And I told you this, yeah. and I told you this. I was out on hammies until you made them back on the in the fall. And I said, that's the perfect hammy right there. The hammies are back. Okay. But when they get overdone, it's like, well, you like hammies. Y- well, y- yeah, I mean, but I like the 4th of July once a year. I don't really, I don't need the 4th of July every month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. It's like the peeps. 
You got peeps oh, everywhere you go. No, yeah, those yeah. are nowhere near like peeps. If everywhere you look, though, saying, it's like when they, when they intrude every holiday, it's like we back on this again. <laughs> but here's the thing: we all do this. We all get set in what each person That's does right. or does she well. Does, she does this well, and she'll do that. We right. do this at our sister's Christmas. We act like we're going to come up with a new intriguing menu every year, and it's the same soup and sandwiches and dips. But yep. we love them. We do them can, well. Can I tell you what's really concerning to me, though? What? So I'm setting this up as a case study for what I fear mm-hmm. might be on the horizon. Is that more frequently now? She's being asked to make her potato soup. That is happening. And I'm fearing, it's like, you all are betting on the potato soup too much. You're going to burn if me out. If you go yeah. to it too often, mm-hmm. like the potato soup is is regarded in a very special place mm-hmm. that maybe two, three times a year, no more than two, three times a year, mm-hmm. does the potato soup need, just the same way with her chili. Like maybe once, maybe twice a year. But if you go to the well too many times, you go, potato soup again. Even though it's it's wonderful. It may be the best potato soup I've ever had. Not May. It is. Mm-hmm. Thank you. But if you go ask him, like, really can good. you make potato soup? Well, you've had it. Mm-hmm. It's really good. You just gotta be, just gotta be careful. And then after all that conversation for the last ten minutes, here's something uplifting. A new study says the average human is fatter than an elephant. <laughs> well, then there's that. <laughs> How did we get there? (laughs) What what led to this? Yeah, the average human is apparently fatter than an elephant. Yeah, by by ratio of uh, you know body weight, fat to lean. Yeah, that happens to the best of us. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way. Hang around. You're on in the know. X-Lax was originally called Bobo's. Why? I don't know. I'm curious myself. Like for somebody to do a, a term paper on that. Sometimes <laughs> I can't call it a book report because there's no research. book involved. Unless it's the, the book of X-Lax. Can I task that to someone on the on the team? Find out why X-Lax was called Bobo's. And I guess I know why they changed the name. I mean, lax obviously is short for laxative, mm-hmm. but it, but it's a little ironic. It's an X laxative, like it. It's extra. It form. It's the extra extra. Formerly, or it's, no, it's it's or it's, is it, it's extra laxative? Or is <laughs> you it, better yeah. you in an better, extra hurry. <laughs> you better allow for extra time <laughs> once yeah. it kicks in. Extra time. <laughs> <laughs> Take extra magazines. It's <laughs> funny. Could be true. <laughs> By the way, just seeing where now both games for tomorrow night at Edmondson County and Grayson County are uh, postponed. <laughs> just set on shop local. I know. We're down to one. I, I literally, one. I literally I talked with Kyle Pierce yeah. five minutes before the show today, yeah. and the game was on. Yeah. I know, that's what I'm saying. You just, it's like a moving target. It's really like snipe hunting. Goalposts, always moving. <laughs> just running around. So this impresses <laughs> me. Netflix says Bridgerton is its biggest series ever. Yeah, it is. 
Have you all watched it yet? I've not. I've uh, not. She's on Lucifer. I know. So you, she kind of took yeah, your, your recommendation deal. on that. Hysterical. Uh, I figure Bridgerton is right around the corner for her. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the streamer just announced that Shondaland hit is officially the biggest series ever. Has been watched by 82 million households around the world within the first 28 days. But I, the reason I find this hard to believe is because, I mean, Netflix has had so much original yeah. content like House of Cards. And just think about the other Ozark and like all this kinds of. has absolutely nothing to do with the storyline. It 110% lays at the feet of how beautiful this man is. <laughs> okay. All right. Mike. Is his name Bridge? God, he should not be able to exist. I'm uh, just saying. By the way, so Julia Quinn mm-hmm. is the author of Bridgerton, and she says she never expected to receive an offer to turn her best-selling romance series into a Netflix show. So here's how it happened. Shonda Rhimes went on vacation and ran out of reading material and picked this up off the rack. Go, Shonda. Read it Shonda. and said... This is my this is my next series. Yeah, it's not that the story is so amazing and turning and twisting. Like, you know, I think the Secret Garden's a better right. Right. It literally is because this man is so pretty. Okay, so let me <laughs> let me add, let's just let's Sam, kinda, you need a better picture of just, him up let's there. Let's just be honest here. Uh huh. When Uncle Hub had the grocery store uh-huh. near the checkout. Uh-huh. Of lane, the lane one that was closest to the wall on uh-huh. the school side. Uh-huh. There was a small little area over there on that wall for quick access to a small rack of paperbacks uh-huh. that occasionally you'd see the women reach over and just kind of like grab one and uh-huh. yeah. put it into the. Is this basically just. The modern day version of the smut novel. Is this what this is? It's not even. It's not even so smutty. It is a. It, I mean, it is a romance. Is this a Harlequin romance on Netflix? It's, is that what this is? Yeah, it okay. mean it's honestly, it's just that. Yeah, it's it's all based. Had you put a guy in there with mediocre looks, people would not be as interested in this show. Gotcha. All right. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah. No, so it's all about casting, is what you're saying. There is nothing about that that I'm interested the, in. I mean, the storyline is good, don't get me wrong. It, but to your point, how does this beat House of Cards or how does this beat this or that? Ozark. It literally is because this man is all so right. attractive. Okay. Well, I mean, she's, she's look, look, and she's been happened. effective in her casting. Yeah. I mean, look at McDreamy. I mean, look, yeah. I mean, so, I mean, I get, this is, I get and it. And this is what's happened. On TikTok, there's all these, go to the Bridgerton TikTok, and there's all these women now talking about, have you watched Bridgerton? No, but you need to go see the, go see the guy. Okay, but can I say, so, so let me tell you what the, what Bridgerton is running the risk of here. Uh-huh. Bridgerton, all of a sudden is moving into that Garth Brooks space where much more, and I'm going to be defiant not to watch it because everyone has decided it's a thing. I don't know that you're going to like it anyway. Okay. All right. Uh, but well, do you like Rome, do like you like the Hallmark Channel? Mm, you don't only, like the romance. Only when I, nor do I. Only so. when I'm on. Only when I'm a third wheel on a yeah. date involving Dennis and Sarah Cook do I like the Hallmark. Here's Channel. what I love about it: is I love period pieces, so that's why I started watching it. I love Rain. I love all of those. So, um, but I but I went back and watched it again because he's so pretty. Okay. Should I just watch Downton Abbey instead? I've not watched Downton Abbey yet, but 
Seems like Maybe the next. seems like the Downton Abbey might be a more wholesome version of Bridgerton. I don't know. I don't think Bridgerton is unwholesome. It's just there is. I mean, every story has a love story. Well, okay. Did anyone ask the man if he feels okay being objectified? I think he knows that when he came out at birth, this was, <laughs> this was going to be your lot in life, child, with your blue eyes. Speaking and- of streaming services, Wonder Woman 1984 helped HBO Max double their subscriber activations. So it was out for 30 days. And in that period, using the foundation of HBO 1984, uh, they also, um, Sally Jenkins, who did... Uh, that movie has mm-hmm. now slated to do the next Star Wars movie, which comes out December of 2023. So, good for her. Amanda Gorman. Do you know Amanda Gorman? Amanda Gorman is the young lady who did the poem at the inauguration oh, last yes, week. Okay. Uh, I'm pretty impressed with her. Yeah, I, I like her style. Yeah. She's the first youth poet laureate in our country. Mm-hmm, and right. she's going to be doing an original poem at the Super Bowl honoring pandemic heroes oh, so good. i, you know, I kind of like yeah. her style and yeah. it's like she's got a lot of talent mm-hmm. her mother is an english teacher or maybe an english professor okay and her her diction and her articulation and her command of the language is clear mm-hmm. she's had a very good tutor yeah. in her life and so she's got a lot of talent and saw an interview with her when she's already slated it's not a matter of if she says she is running for president someday she is running for president for she her. says so be all right I'm going to need to check your politics before I can get too on board. But, I mean, I am for the ambition. Yeah, sure. That does that. Uh, Cloris Leachman, the legendary actress, has uh, passed at age 94. She was on the Mary Tyler Moore show. She's been on a lot of things. That, mm-hmm. I mean, she's just basically been uh, everywhere. She did a spinoff of Mary Tyler Moore. I think it was called Phyllis. Uh, she's been in a lot of movies. Uh, she was in The Twilight Zone, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, Spanglish. So I think she played Adam Sandler's mom in Spanglish. Okay. And uh, she was in the Mad About You reboot. She's been in just lots of things, a long time. Uh, She was in the 1946 Miss America pageant, and she made her debut on the Actors Studio TV series. So Cloris Leachman gone on in at age 94. Wow. What a long life. And uh, Pamela Anderson has revealed that she secretly married her bodyguard. Okay. I forgot she existed. All right. So I got two headlines about Pamela Anderson that I'd like to give. And so they're almost like bookends. Okay. Pamela Anderson reveals that she secretly married her bodyguard. Okay. We can deduce from that that she's been watching old Whitney Houston movies mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and got inspired mm-hmm. and said, hey, good idea. And in a subsequent headline, Pamela Anderson announces that she is quitting social media, calling it mind control. This will be my last post on Instagram. So from that we can derive, of course, you hooked your bodyguard. Right? You're now married. Who needs social media? You quit fishing. <laughs> That's right. Just take your tackle box and yeah, go, go on, on to go on to the house. Right. We gotta get to a break. Well, I'm not the kind to kiss and tell, but I've been seen with fire up. I've never been with anything less than a nine. So fine. MB's point to ponder for today. But that's fellow Kentucky and Lee Majors right there that you're listening to. MB's point to ponder for today. Which of these are the greatest signs that you need a new job? All right. If you have a 12-hour commute each way, would you 
Probably going to have think to of doing something differently. Yeah. What if you were the spelling coordinator in Arkansas? Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, anytime I can pile on Arkansas, I'm going to yeah. take a. I'm going to take the shot. That's good. If you're the only employee at work not wearing a hazmat suit. <laughs> Yeah. You're our yeah. canary in the yeah. coal mine. Yeah. We don't. No, we don't want you to wear a hazmat suit, just so we can <laughs> tell if we still need to or not. You're like the taste tester for the queen. <laughs> and in your ten years as an Amish traffic cop, you haven't had to write one citation. You're doing your job well. Yes. Mm. Uh, on television tonight, ABC has Celebrity Wheel of Fortune. Constance Zimmer, Maria Menounos, and Yvette Nicole Brown play for charity. I've watched a couple of these, and i got to tell you, I don't like them. I don't know why. I don't like celebrities playing Wheel of Fortune. I think it's because the hosts take more time with a celebrity as they do a normal average contestant. Yeah, they got to let them do their little shtick and kind of do their own thing. I mean, I just walk through and only see a little bit, but I can tell you, I mean, I'm okay with regular Wheel of Fortune. But to watch that, I'm like, eh. Yeah. It, it almost seems like Pat and Vanna are kind of like, all right, it would be like this. I think it's like when someone invites the three of us to a function. You know, they're, they're like, okay, we're having a normal day. And then we come in <laughs> and they're like, well, okay, this is a different thing. <laughs> Who invited them? Right. You know, I think that's only happened once. <laughs> And the lesson was learned, and I don't know that we've received any more. But, but Pat and Vanna, they, like they have to. It seems like they're they're just more awkward. Like when on a normal Wheel of Fortune, they've got their thing and they've mm-hmm. got their rhythm and chemistry, mm-hmm. and here's how we do it. And Vanna walks and she does the thing. Yep. But then when you turn the celebrities loose in there, yeah, they're kind of like, this is not your average day at work. Like you're talking too much, right? Or something. Yeah. yeah. And then on HGTV, the series premiere. If you like to rehab houses, I think you might like this. It's called Rehab Addict Rescue. A couple's giant 1920s home is too much to handle. Electrical issues have rendered the kitchen useless, and the home size creates a lengthy to-do list. So on HGTV, you see a lot of those restoration projects that end well. These, This is like bar rescue. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, this yeah. is when you get in over your head yeah. and you got to call in reinforcements and figure it out because you thought because you had watched enough HGTV that you had the game to do a renovation project. And you forgot you have ADD. Right. Yeah. This is the, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That typically is what happens to me. That's just because you like to fly doesn't mean you should buy an airplane. <laughs> So many do. Today's highlight in history, this day, 1986, the Space Shuttle Challenger exploded 73 seconds after liftoff from Cape Canaveral, killing all seven crew members, including schoolteacher Krista McAuliffe. What a terrible day. Uh, I'll never in that. Me either. In 814, Holy Roman Emperor Charlemagne died in present-day Germany. King Henry VIII died this day in 1547. Elvis made his first national TV appearance this day in 1956. That's Elvis Presley, in case you were... Um, Confused. Not any old ordinary Elvis. Yeah. It was Elvis Presley. Which king it was. In 1985, the charity supergroup USA for Africa recorded Michael Jackson, Lionel Richie's song, We Are the World. Man, what a game changer. So good. It's just a phenomenon. And they did that right after the Grammys. 
So they were in Los Angeles for the Grammys while they were all in town. Yeah. Lionel and Michael Jackson put everybody together, said, come in here. Quincy Jones, I think, was doing the uh, production work. Michael on it. Jackson were alive, he could unite what Biden is trying to unite. Like, he's not going to be able to do it. But maybe we are the world would. Maybe <laughs> we should all have to download that. Maybe they should give it to us for free and make us all listen to it every day on repeat. Maybe it can't be Schumer and McConnell, but it could be like Kevin McCarthy and Bernie Sanders could get in a studio. <laughs> Everybody should get a pair of get your stimulus check, your Bernie mittens in the mail, and a download of We Are the World. That is your care package from your governor, government. <laughs> Today's right? birthdays. That's Alan perfect. Alda is 85, probably most famously known as Hawkeye on mm-hmm. MASH, but in, been in lots of great things. Uh, Pastor Rick Warren is 67 today. Sarah McLaughlin is 53. Mo Rocca is 52 today. So what, next week on the mobituaries? When you, you're going to get down to business on the mobituaries, yes, maybe in a couple of weeks? Tuesday. All right. Uh, Supreme Court Justice Amy Coney Barrett is 49 today. And in from uh, NSYNC, Joey Fatone is 44. From the Backstreet Boys, Nick Carter is 41. And actress Ariel Winter is 23 today. She played Alex Dunphy on Modern Family, which Baby Joey's 44. Modern Family is coming to Hulu, in case you're gone but not forgotten. Uh, William Burroughs, the inventor of the adding machines, born in 1857. Hey, thank you, sir. Yeah. I mean, who wants to do Like, <laughs> abacus. Who wants an abacus? And in 1910, John Banner was born. John Banner. Played Sergeant Schultz on Hogan's Heroes. And John Banner doesn't get enough credit for his acting ability in that show. You know, he's got his catchphrase, I know nothing. But his timing and everything on that show was uh, was really good. Sergeant Schultz. I don't even know. He had a, he didn't he didn't speak German, but he had a great German accent. 1958. Danny and the Juniors at the hop, number one in 58. I'm not sure why he selected the juniors. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe it was a bad crop of sophomores and seniors that year. <laughs> it happens. But <laughs> the monkeys, like the animal, only not spelled the same. I'm a believer. 1967. I then I saw her face. Now I'm a believer. I gave you a little extra portion on that, Misty, because I know how much you love the I monkeys. I do love the monkeys. 1976 was the year. The Ohio Players, number one, would love roller coaster. I do love roller coasters, and I love roller skates. And you love this song. No, I was going to say, but this song's not... You don't like this song. Thinks I would choose to play. Maybe if you put the skates on and give it a try. Got on a roller coaster. Uh, Maybe, I think. All right, let's go to MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. This kind of struck me as uh, interesting. Uh, MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. He that would live in peace and at ease must not speak all he knows or judge all he sees. He that would live in peace and at ease must not speak all he knows or judge 
all he sees. Just because you know it doesn't mean you have to tell it. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Misty Thomas, for Beej, I'm MB, 